L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If it were only less work, that would be reason enough to do it. But we actually enjoy it, too. It's cleaning out the sound fridge. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we clean out the fridge and hopefully eat healthy food, as we all have our New Year's resolution to lose weight, um... We saw the New York Post headline, Why Rich Men Like Jeff Bezos Are Striving for Hollywood Physiques. And it's got a picture of Jeff Bezos, who's apparently getting in really good shape for some reason. Jeffrey Bezos. Come on! Am I lying to myself if I say I feel like if I were a billionaire and could hire a chef to cook me healthy meals all the time and had a full gym in my home and a trainer that I could get in pretty good shape? Or am I just lying to myself saying that? Because hmm. I feel like that would be a lot easier. Yeah, you'd have or, a, a lot better chance. Or Tom Brady or uh, LeBron James or whoever, or probably Jennifer Lopez. Um, yeah. I think really the key to it is not so much the gym and the trainer, although that'd be pretty handy if you had a full gym at your own home and a trainer at your a own home. A trainer you really worked well with and really liked. But the th- food thing would be huge. If you had somebody that was preparing you meals that are healthy and good, oh, that would be huge. Yeah. Yeah, some delicious, low-carby delight. Yeah, hell yeah. Who's adding up every day how many grams of this you got and everything, you know, figuring that out for you? Well, and this is half an excuse and half an explanation, but also somebody dealing with all the logistical crap. How often do you figure Tom Brady chases off to the post office because he's got to, you know, mail a package to his brother in Minnesota right. or whatever? Right. Or, or you know, pick up the dry cleaning, that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway. So it'd be better to be rich. That's what we've decided. 
<laughs> so it's time to clean out the sound fridge. Uh, question for Jack. Oh, I mean, we've got a lot of like interesting, weird, not terribly newsy stuff. We, we've got some newsy stuff we really didn't get to mm. as well. I'm not sure. Mm. I mean, like the Chicago school shutdown stuff. Don't know if I'm we in didn't the really touch on it. Don't know. I haven't looked at it. You tell me. Yeah. How good does it look? I'm looking at it right now. So they're, um, they're closed two days in a row, and they haven't fired the teachers yet, huh? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, give us um, uh, Michael 36, 37, and 38. I'll tell you right in advance, it's Lori Lightfoot, the mayor, then a parent, and then Byron York commenting on it. We are committed to remaining at the table with CTU leadership and negotiating a fair agreement, but one that takes into consideration the voices of the tens of thousands of parents that we've heard from that said, I want my child in school. What are your kids doing today? Uh, They're watching movies. There's a reason why in-person learning works. Um, And those dynamics go away when you put young children in isolation in front of a screen. And it feels like we've taken a giant step backwards here with teachers unions, cases, you know, cases skyrocketing and teachers unions showing that they're in charge, certainly in uh, Democratic constituencies. And what's coming out of the White House is a plea for more time. I mean, the entire thrust of what President Biden said yesterday was, please give us some more time. We need more time to get the test. We need more time to get this uh, Pfizer pill widely uh, distributed. Yeah, yeah. It's just a joke. It's awful. So I came across this yesterday. If it's in there, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, about the money that we've already shoveled out the door. Uh, oh, yeah. it's it's, it's uh, How many figures is hundreds of billions? All right. Uh, Chris Hayes of MSNBC actually tweeted this out yesterday. Huh. Kind of surprising from him, but he said, I've, but the politics of the school closure thing have changed. Um, Especially among lefties who have kids. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you got Lori Lightfoot and Joe Biden saying kids got to be in school, you know, something changed. But uh, Chris Hayes, MSNBC, said, I feel like there's been a weird memory holding of the fact that last spring, Congress distributed $123 billion to K-12 through schools for COVID preparedness. That's a million dollars per school. So yeah. how are they not ready to be open? By the way, and I was going to bring this up on the air today, maybe we'll do it tomorrow, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of that, or at least many, many, many millions of dollars of that, went to equity training and uh, div- diversity, inclusion, and equity training in classes and hiring a diversity officer. Of course, as we predicted at the time. It'll go yeah. into a fund and get used for all kinds of crap. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll be dealing with that on an ongoing basis. I don't want to get hung up on it. Oh, this is both newsy and an interesting port, uh, report. Uh, Rich Edson making a point, um, quoting Charles Lane of the WAPO. I think he explains what he's talking about. It has to do with the gigantic, mind-boggling, overnight freezing temperature Virginia uh, uh, highway shutdown nightmare. 
Oh, sorry, Michael. God dang it. 17. Some of those drivers have been asking what happened. A forecasted snowstorm trapped hundreds in their cars and trucks overnight along I-95, one of the busiest stretches of road in the country. Washington Post columnist Charles Lane wondered how bad this could have been if most of the cars were electric, writing, quote, absent some breakthrough in mobile charging technology, out-of-juice EVs in out-of-the-way places will need a tow. If Monday's nightmare had been an all-electric affair, they might have littered the highway for miles. Excellent point from a lefty, who I'm sure is in favor of more electric cars, but an excellent point. I didn't think about that until he mentioned I thought, yeah, I'm in that traffic jam with my Tesla. I am highly concerned that I run out of juice, and it ain't like you can you know, walk to the nearest gas station and get, and get a, a, a container full of gas and bring it back. Oh, yeah, you got a container the size of a briefcase. I can drive for 25 miles. Sure. But uh, an electric car, not so much. Now, if you shut off the engine and were just running the heater on an electric car, I have no idea how that would compare to... You could go for quite a while. Yeah. But... I'm not going to assume you're in worse shape just because you're an electric car, but it depends how much charge you got. But it depends how much gas you have. It depends how long you're going to be there. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know that one is clearly better than the other. Having, I'm curious. Having though. gotten closer than I'd like to and running out of juice in my Tesla... It's a completely different feeling than, you know, being low on gas. Because you can get, get, you're in a city, there's a gas station in every corner. And, and restoring you to drivability is nearly instantaneous. Right. Again, if you have a container of gas, whereas you got to charge for quite a while. You got to get least a little 110 while. outlets to you somehow for like at least 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, duh. Uh, let's go with uh, some of the quirky stuff. Uh, Michael, what's uh, Nick Cage talking about here in clip number five? For me, it- uh, karaoke was like therapy. I, I, until someone videotaped my punk rock version of Prince's Purple Rain, and it went everywhere, and I said, I'm not going to karaoke. No, that, no. Is, uh, that is, don't steal the gift yeah. from the world. Right. You need to keep well, giving. Karaoke, singing is therapy, I think, absolutely. Karaoke is supposed to be private, you know, it's like a prayer. <laughs> Like a, like a prayer. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, there's that weird new movie coming out in which he plays himself. Nicholas Cage in a movie. How of, is he in it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds quirky. Could be good, could be awful. I have no idea. So I've the, loved being John Malkovich. I've loved Nicholas Cage in some movies where I just thought he was as good as anybody can get. And then some other stuff is just awful. Yeah, he is absolutely the Hollywood king of that. I, mean, I don't know if he gets himself in financial situations where he yes. has to take... Is that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but I agree with him that it is music is therapeutic and karaoke should be private. You shouldn't embarrass people with their karaoke. You know, put it on a line right. and make it go viral. That's despicable. I'm not sure I'm calling for the death penalty for doing that, but well, a good, good solid beating would be appropriate. <laughs> All right, we're not doing that. It's gimmicky. I don't like it. Uh, I don't know about that one. Is there something amusing about number seven, Michael? Um, I don't know. I'll go ahead and play it, and we'll find out. Oh, Nancy no. and her no. husband, what? Adam, used to commute to work five days a week. Then COVID hit. They got a taste of working from home, and it felt great. Do you have time to have lunch today? I do. Today, they both have new jobs with one common perk. They're 100% remote. I am more productive Price tag for this home office, 30 grand plus furnishings. Yeah, that was uninteresting. 
Uh, Not surprising, although, though. I mean, if you're going to work in that area from here on out, you'd invest some money in it and make it as productive and comfortable as possible. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I'm told they have a pod. The only thing I really enjoyed in that clip was, do you have time for lunch today? Yes, honey, I do. Smacked of, I'm going to have me a beer. Look, it's my husband. Good to see you here, honey. <laughs> it's my kitchen. Elizabeth Warren's infamous phony video. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I don't want to, you know, keep that one for tomorrow. All right. Keep that around. I want to play that. Uh, Give me a 12. Diane King Hall. Starbucks employees in Buffalo who voted to unionize have walked off the job. We first told you about this group last month. They became... The first shop in Starbucks history to be repped by a union. Yesterday, six of them hit the picket line, citing COVID safety concerns. The protests forced the coffee shop to close for the day. Starbucks says the company has met and exceeded CDC guidelines. All right. You don't like your job, quit it. The whole... (laughs) They're concerned about COVID. No, they're not. It's bargaining chips. It's like the teachers' union. Sure. has nothing to do with COVID. No, of course not. It's just power. Uh, This sounds kind of cute. Keith Urban is going to go out on tour, and he's actually calling his fans to ask him what songs they want to hear. Hi, Tiara. It's Keith Urban calling. Oh, my gosh. What is this happening? Hello? Hello. Hey, we're putting the set list together, too. Any songs you want to hear, Tiara? I like John Cougar's John Beer, John 316. Okay, John's song, done. What song do we absolutely have to put into the set? Your Fuse album is, like, my favorite album. Thank you. Any deep cuts from there? Deep cuts. Logan's going Jackson. for the deep cuts. <laughs> hey, is there any um, any songs you want to hear? I would love to hear you play You'll Think of Me or Raining on Sunday. We can definitely put that yeah. in the set. I'm going to let you go. It's nice to hear your voice. Sounds like a nice guy, Keith That's Urban. charming. Um, have you ever seen the feature that, uh, Stephen Colbert does when he has big time musicians on where he asks him what, what are the top five songs you'd like to hear if you came to your concert? And I saw him do that with Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen and a number, number of different people. Well, if, if you came to your own concert? Yeah, if you came to your own concert, what are the five oh, songs you'd I've like to hear? I've never seen that. No. Oh yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting. What, what does it tend to come out as? I mean, what, what, the... Uh... Uh, kind of, well, I don't know, kind of a mixture of like their biggest hits and, uh, and like obscure tunes that they just like. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it also reminded me, I read something Billy Joel has started doing where he does not sell the first two rows of his concerts anymore. And he brings people down from the cheap seats and have them sit in the first two rows because he said it just, it it ruined it. It was no fun anymore because the people in the front rows are the people that, are, you know they don't they don't care if they're there or not they're super rich they're always in the front row they're just and he, all of the excitement is gone and so now he, now he surprises people from the cheapest seats up there and they're oh. sitting in the front row so you got people actually screaming and excited right because there is absolutely a feedback loop oh, between there. performer and audience and uh, yeah i picture sitting out there the first several rows are a bunch of connected rich blase people who probably leave five songs in oh yeah the first two songs at least there's nobody in those rows because they don't right. care whether they're uh, there on time oh yeah that right. would suck plus just making your fans happy yeah i thought that I was a cool idea yeah i love that idea fat billy. drunk billy joel nice of you good well one. done eh, what you, eh, nobody's perfect right yes michael does he put the uh, rich people in the cheap seats <laughs> Yeah, he just doesn't sell the tickets, but that'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah, you no, have wait a to minute. leave. Can you do that? Forcibly <laughs> eject the rich people from the first two rows. 
<laughs> seat redistribution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And especially a lot of places that he plays, they probably uh, have that sort of political leaning anyway. Here, here's a little something for you. huh? Let's make things equity. You go up there and sit up there where you never sit. They're going to come sit down here. We got a 50% tax on concert seats. You're out. You get to stay. You're out. You get to stay. Well, well I do enjoy it. Every- what? What? Oh, nothing. I was going to say I enjoy it every time we do it. There you go. Well, I guess that's it. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.